0: Hi, hi guys! Welcome back to episode five of the Sedona Cast. Today we will be talking about we will con- we'll, we'll we'll be, be continuing, continuing, yeah, continuing the um the topic that we were talking about for the last one. So we we're gonna be talking about. A wild card And a social issues Which is the How society approaches mental health And Alicia's gonna be talking about the
1: I'll be giving you 11 So like I gave you 10 facts last week So I'll be giving you another 11 facts this week to continue
0: Yeah So like If you haven't heard the last episode We highly suggest you go listen to that Because it kinda ties into The what
1: one we're, we're talking, talking about today week. It's the yeah. same
0: thing It's just like a continuation Because we feel like it was too long last week So we broke it up so yeah, we can Start. jump right in. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna be starting
1: with uh, fact number eleven. Fact oh. number eleven, returning a favor is actually in our nature. So we are mm-hmm. our our brains are programmed in a way that when someone do something for us, we want to do something back. So it, I don't want
0: to owe you anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you can't. So people are like, you know what? I'm so good. Like I'm such a good person because I, uh, I always like. I reciprocate You know when someone do, Does something for me I do it back But actually it's in it's your nature in It's part You're of you Like your brain is programmed To do that mm. So that's that
0: Yeah
1: Okay fact number 12 Chenna Zheng. You are in constant search For human faces In inanimate objects So this is because Your brain Actually I realised Our brain is such a Cute It's cute and also like very protective yeah. and very cal- very scared of a lot of things because like the reason why this happened okay this sensation is called pareidolia. so this is because the brain feel that is more calming is more um assuring to see faces which is something that we recognize mm-hmm. than to see nothing at all oh. so inanimate object for example like a table or like socks or like a shirt or something i see faces is- in cars oh yeah i mean everybody sees yeah. faces in cars so like yeah, so, like people like that will be the first thing to look for, cause like, I think like we are so used, cause you recognize people the first thing by their face. Mm. So that is a very comforting and very relaxing thing for us as humans. So mm. we tend to do that with in animated objects. So that's why you see a lot of like why kids enjoy cartoons when things comes to life, they ah. get excited because then it's something they recognize, like faces. Like Handy Manny, who is? Oh yeah, yeah, the tools with the <laughs> faces. Correct, 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 right, right. That's example.
0: But that's not very helpful in the dark though. What do you mean? Like at night in the dark. It- you're just looking around. Your brain just constantly looking for faces, and then you yeah, actually, then you see, actually faces see faces that you don't want. You don't want to
1: see. True, true, true. Okay, facts number thirteen. <laughs> this is why I feel so attacked. Okay. <laughs> you always find a problem. So human tends like if you solve something like let's say for example like one yeah. problem is solved. Your brain just struggles
0: to find another one for okay, you. Okay, that's so... Yeah, I feel attacked now. <laughs> like, especially when, like, you say... You tell someone a problem, and then they immediately fix it. It's like, no, 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 no listen, no, no, listen, I listen. I cannot but,
1: do that. No, 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 but it's a problem, though. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what they did is, like,
1: how they did this test is... So, they showed, like, 20 faces mm. or 50, I don't remember. So, like, they showed faces of, like, certain faces look very tretanetic, like, scary and threatening mm-hmm. and certain faces are just like normal non-threatening faces so they ask people to choose right so every time you choose a face they will cancel it off okay. so like actually half of it is the threatening face thing so it's already cancelled off so technically the rest should be non-threatening mm-hmm. right but then even after 10 had 10 of the tra- uh, threatening faces were identified people still went on and be like no way, you know no, I you think know what? That this one this girl <laughs> that didn't look that threatening earlier I think he's, she's Looking pretty scary mm. to me right now. So like they're constantly trying to find like a problem, oh like God. something wrong. That's
0: so true, honestly. I felt so attacked. I, I felt feel so attacked, attacked right now, <laughs> especially that like when you ask someone and then they just fix it for you. And it's like no, no I don't want you to fix, fix it.
1: it. No, it's here's another issue. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: like they just constantly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: happens. I don't know what else to say. Don't even try to like, oh, deny it. Deny it. it. Yeah, yeah it's we true. all do it. <laughs> Okay, moving on to fact number 14 If you think that your idol loves you back You probably... That's what they say There's a huge charge that you're suffering from a mental illness I'm like, dude, calm down, that is such a huge accusation So like basically um, he he. Someone here thinks that.
0: Shut up. No, like okay. I do not think that he loves me back. I'm <laughs> sure.
1: I sure, from the hundred Wattpad stories that you wrote. Okay. Excuse me.
0: Why are you exposing me like that? Okay. No, I'm guys. Being so... i are not right. What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Wait. Let me have some ice cream.
0: I feel so exposed.
1: Oh my god. Okay. So basically, this phenomenon is called. Erotomania Mania So basically It's when you think Like an idol Is in love with you Hint Don't look at me like that Okay Moving on Fact number 15 It is possible To feel certain About something Without facts Or reasoning I think this one Is very relevant To a lot of the topics That we talk about Because like You know sometimes Mm. We have like Two very distinct Group of people Having different thoughts Right So I think this is why It's not that I feel like to them, they really, really feel like this is what they believe in Yeah It's not that it's wrong or right, they just I can really, relate to that Yeah
0: It's like you don't have certain facts or studies, but you just know Yeah, it.
1: you just know that is what- That, that is, is right Yeah, right, yeah that yeah. is right Yeah,
0: yeah
1: Okay, to. we are almost to the end Okay, Number 16 <laughs> Attacked again? I feel attacked? Okay. The pain from being ignored is not an overreaction So basically, this when you feel ignored, right, mm-hmm. the 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 sensation that your brain creates is the same as physical pain. Mm-hmm. That they, it comes from the same place. So if you, I'm attacked. <laughs> I'm attacked. <laughs> I have I been attacked. Am. I am I'm am definitely attacked. So um, if you feel like you are ignored, like that sadness, that like that extreme yeah. sadness and hurt is totally justifiable because. The part of the brain that controls that is actually the same as the one that controls physical pain. Mm. So let me have another
0: score of But it is very painful
1: though, like the feeling of being ignored, mm. like why though, like, it's just... I literally just explained.
0: Um. I know, I know, but like, <laughs> why is that, um, like why is being ignored put with like, put above like other emotions?
1: Why is that so painful? No, I think I'm pretty sure there's other emotions that is... Pain, pain, as, pain well. as well. I'm just that it's just, just like you know it's a fact. But
0: yeah, being because like if you think about it, it's not that big of a deal. But at the same time, it, it hurts so much. No, because
1: like we are so like human beings are like social beings. So our need of like number one approval from other people and a, and the need of like being accepted in a group and you know yeah. having a group of people that accepts you and yeah to be part of something is very very big. Like the need mm. for that is huge. So when you don't
0: get that. Then this is what you get. Extremely hurt. Like, I feel like... Uh, uh, side sidetrack again. Not really mm-hmm. sidetrack, but like... But like, few... A while back, I used to think that this whole theory of how, like... Uh, human beings are social beings. I used to think that... Well, it's not a theory, it's a fact, right? <laughs> but I used to think that that's, like, kind of, like, not true. Because of how, like, mm-hmm. so many people are so... Yeah, they're yeah. so okay with being alone. And they're so happy with being alone. But I feel like now... The more I think about it, the more I feel like it's more so that you feel that way only if you haven't been accepted enough. Mm. Or if you were to put yourself
1: out there And be with a group of people You know that you're gonna get hurt So instead you choose to be alone But if you have the resources So called and the choice I'm pretty sure everybody Would want to have someone Like
0: before this I used to think that I was Like one of those People who are like No I'm not social I can be alone Which I still can be alone But then like after I've met Like my group of friends That I recently just met And when I really felt like yeah this this is the group of friends that really accept me for who I am Mm -hmm. and like you know actually understands and listens then I my view kind of changed and I'm like okay maybe social activities aren't so bad you know so I feel like if you feel like you're, you're not a social being maybe that's why It's yeah. more so like Maybe um, You haven't been accepted before And now you're just Kind of like scared. And also
1: like When people say social We're not talking about like Going up to party And drinking It's just yeah, yeah. It's just, it just means that You want a, f- a friend Basically yeah, just like can, It doesn't mean You have to go out Or You can
0: interact with people and Yeah Because
1: yeah. You know. I think for me also Like It does take a toll on me If I have to
0: Constantly, Social, yeah. like constantly
1: like socialize. I yeah. don't like so, Like I don't like having big parties because I mm. just don't like that. But I like if let's say it's just me and like a couple other like close friends together. That I enjoy. That's fun, yeah. yeah. Like
0: before this, I never had that, and I always feel like you know, yeah. Only going out to party is the only way to yeah, socialize with yeah. you. Is-
1: okay, number seventeen your brain gives that was such a weird why did I sing that out <laughs> okay anyways You're your brain gives less importance to long term deadlines this, I think this is like for all the procrastinator out there hint hint myself mm-hmm. so basically it's not that I want to procrastinate yeah, it's, just, it's that just that my like, brain <laughs> tends to like you know put those things that are coming up first in like even though it's not important, but mm. as long as it's a task. Okay, okay, you know what? This is why people say like sometimes, you know, you know, I'm supposed to study for this test tomorrow, but then I just suddenly want to clean. Mm. Right. That's because you've been needing to clean your dirty ass room for like the longest time. So to put it into uh, chronological order, technically cleaning your room, the task comes first, even though it's not as important. Because this, for this fact, it doesn't matter the importance of the task. It just matter which one is supposed to be done first. Mm. So in this case, your cleaning your room is supposed to be done first. Then your deadline. I mean, your test comes after. So that's why your brain just you, was like, you know what? Let's clean the room first, because mm. that is the task that came up first before your test. Before your test. So that's why people start to have all this weird ass like things that they say they suddenly need to do when they are doing like when they're studying or when they are but it's not really sudden, it's just that it's always been there just that you've been procrastinating that as well because you have something else that came before that. I
0: can't relate to that though, like the whole procrastinating Whoa, form. whoa. whoa <laughs> I don't know okay, I cannot be the only one. I'm sure there are people. Yeah out there's there, a lot like, of people. Like I Especially when I was in college I think that's when like my Because high school was yeah. not. It doesn't count I don't yeah, care yeah, yeah. about high school But like in, in college You can ask my friends Like mm-hmm. I don't procrastinate The minute Like the day I get my work I finish it Because I don't want Like the, the idea of me Rushing my work Just yeah. scares me so much And I just get so like Anxious about it That I have to finish it On the day itself If not I, I cannot sleep So like but I don't That is honestly
1: a very good like character because i am total i, I total i'm the opposite. queen of procrastination oh my gosh <laughs>
0: like i procrastinated before but only for things that are not important to me mm-hmm. but like for important things i have to mm-hmm. do if not, i i cannot sleep like i get so anxious yeah okay um, next you know what oh sorry i was just trying to like oh yeah
1: you can um yeah. redeem myself oh okay try, I, 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 just I just want to say that, say that, that like,
0: like redeem
1: myself, <laughs> redeem myself sorry <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I know that's my problem So I've realised that ever since MCO started mm-hmm. That is one of the things that I'm trying to work on So I think I've improved But I think that's because like, I've been home all the day So I, the procrastination, it doesn't hit that bad Because I technically have, not I have time But because I'm at have, home yeah. most of the time Compared to before this So you I think it's getting better But I now. hope that when I go back to like physical classes <laughs> I will still keep this up But
0: Just keep telling yourself that you're going to fail then it happens. You just do your work really easily. That's what I tell myself. That's what my brain tells me. No, stop thanks. wasting money. Just do your work. This is a free. Okay.
1: Um. Next, moving on. Number eighteen. What considered as normal anxiety levels has increased over the years. So this is this is interesting. But I've heard this before. So basically, back in the nineteen fifties. Okay. The psychiatric patients who had anxieties. Showed the same level of anxiety As Today's average high school kid
0: Oh my god So meaning if you take The
1: the high school kid today And bring them back to 1950 They'll be diagnosed as having Psychological anxiety Shit I mean not surprising I mean not surprising Yeah but yeah Okay number 19 People aged between 18 to 33 Have the most amount of stress in the world So apparently on average When you reach the age 34 no stress. What? Mm.
0: What? <laughs> so, to all
1: you 33 year olds out there, just hang just on. Just like, hang a few on a more few months. more months, you <laughs> you'll <laughs> get there. Just imagine like the day that you're gonna, like your last day of being 33, like super stressed, don't? the one the he caught hits 12. Oh wow, my, oh, life my is stress so, is gone. My stress has been lifted off my body. <laughs> what? How is that an actual fact? <laughs> I don't know, apparently. No, but Damn. I think it's like a range thing, you know, like range, you know, like To so be 34 in this know, economy, right? right? I think that's <laughs> gonna be my next goal. What's your new year's resolution? To be 34 <laughs> No stress. So yeah, that's
0: Okay, that, that, that's interesting.
1: I, know, I think like I said, I think it's the range. Probably yeah. like, you know, about 35. Let's give it like a year or two. Because I think
0: maybe that that's the time when like your career is like already like on the
1: it's a though But that is when Okay yeah It's more, definitely more stable Than when you're in your 20s And you're, mm. your teens Would be
0: like Trying and to you get you can't really high Have a saving going If you're like You know yeah. Following <laughs> <So> Wait, <what laughs> you're Never talking? mind Shut up I'm gonna shut up now <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about Okay
1: number 20 There is a psychological reason Why you felt that Your phone vibrated When there is actually No notification So this is oh a phenomenon Called Phantom
0: vibration
1: syndrome Wait so
0: what smart. I get that so much yeah. And
1: 68% of the population have it So it's very common Even me yeah. I thought it
0: was my like It's like a Settings on my phone That I need to go turn it off And I never know how to turn it off So I just ignore it <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But no, yeah I, I think
0: Oh Yeah it's a thing Why though And it, it's probably developed Like recently Cause phones yeah, like Yeah I'm pretty sure That's so weird This like, like what
1: I do now Is like my phone It's always on silent So like I have yeah, it connected my To my smartwatch true. But even there Cause now I mean it I, I wanted to do this because I thought like, okay so that it can help me stop this whole like phantom mm-hmm. vibration thing. But because now my smart my smartwatch vibrates as well when I get notifications. Oh, so <laughs> guess what? <And laughs> I'm starting to feel vibrations <laughs> on my wrist when there's nothing there. Like I oh will wake God. up in the middle because like this smartwatch, aka let me just promote a bit this Mi yeah, Band yeah. Five. Uh, yeah. Tell yeah. me if you guys wanna sponsor me. You know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, like yeah, this sponsor. one when you when like, it can detect your sleep. So when you sleep, it doesn't vibrate. There's like a do not disturb function oh. So when it detects that you're sleeping, it won't vibrate Even there's notification yeah. But I get woken up in the middle of the night Because I thought I feel vibrations on my arm When I know that it's not going to vibrate So that's a that's that's thing That's
0: so weird What if it's just like me in a parallel universe And my phone over there? Is oh my god, don't go vibrating. to that I mean that, that is the <laughs> next topic that we're going to talk about Parallel oh, yeah, yeah, universe But
1: no, uh-huh. we'll keep it in mind So um, number 21, the last one <laughs> Okay, no, this is not funny. Don't laugh. Okay. <clears throat> a broken heart could be a legitimate cause of death. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh! Hello? Be sensitive? But basically, okay, this one, I mean, because I do medicine, so I know, but uh. it's basically something called stress cardiomyopathy. But it's not, I mean, they make it sound so like, oh, it's all because of a broken heart. But basically, oh. it just means that yeah, your, your heart muscle is uh, under too much stress, so it can oh, cause like, like a heart temporary heart. malfunction kind of thing. Heart populations. Yeah, so, um, I mean, Damn, that's th- so it's scary. called a broken heart syndrome. So, I guess when people say that if you leave me, I could die, I think that's it's true. That's true, oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Danger. So, That's I hope fun. you guys learn a few things or do. I definitely like some, some yeah. I've heard before, but most of it is, is new to me. Too.
0: The phone vibrating one is crazy to me because, like, yeah. I've been trying to find a way to because like, I go on my like phone and I check the vibration. Or I don't know if this, <clears throat> like, anyone can relate, but I get like I hear the sound of notification, but there's no notification. I go like everywhere, like, I because I, I don't turn off my yeah. um. Bubble thing I leave it on So I know What I have in my apps mm-hmm. And like There's no notification But I hear it Like the thing, ah, like the iPhone thing I What if it's like it. For
1: example like, Let's say I would Just send you four messages And then like It, you, it only thing Like your brain Only process three things And then one of the Thing is like Stuck somewhere So like after a few days then, That thing process So then you're Suddenly be like Oh, oh wait, my, my god, god. What no, i okay, that's maybe. not the case no, I mean, not maybe, <laughs> no. It's not the case at all.
0: Okay. So yeah, oh, wow. that
1: is the all from me today.
0: Okay, now for the <laughs> social. social topic. Um, so we, if you missed the last episode, we talked about um how society approaches mental health, and basically to th- uh, this week we're gonna continue off of that because like part I had, two, basically. yeah, it's a part two because I had a few more points that I didn't want the talk about on the last one because it was getting too long it was like an hour and a half yeah I
1: really want to rush it because there was a lot of information and we didn't want to like bombard you with a lot of too much like you know
0: things not opinions but (laughs) more like (laughs) sorry opinions (laughs) opinions that you know you can disagree with if you want to Mm -hmm. but yeah so if you haven't catched the last episode i recommend you to do so but there are trigger warnings Uh, even for this episode i think i'll just put out a trigger warning just in case um, anyone's listening it might trigger you we touch on mental illness um, abuse uh, suicide uh, yeah all those stuff so just a trigger warning and also we're not professionals we're not um, licensed psychiatrists if you want actual facts and actual advice you should go to people who know what they're talking about and mm-hmm. not us we're just sitting here in with our room our with our mics <laughs> <laughs> okay so um so the last topic that i left off last week was work culture versus mental health if you want to listen to that go to the last episode next topic that i'm talking about i'm gonna talk about is mental health and parenting Mm -hmm. because i feel like so many because it's it's fact that a lot of mental health issues comes from trauma and childhood trauma facts yeah it's it's
1: it's a fact Yeah,
0: yeah it is <laughs> Oh I thought you were questioning No <laughs> no, 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 no I'm, I'm trying to like
1: Emphasize yeah. It is you know, a, a fact you know it's a fact So like fight.
0: a lot A lot of people Who are going through Mental health issues They uh, Most of the time Especially those That are like really severe Most of the time It stems from childhood trauma Yeah So you can really trace back What the issue is If you're looking If you go back And look at What happened in your childhood and if you don't remember what happened in your childhood that's a really big sign that you know it could be something that your brain is trying to block out to not Mm -hmm. let you remember it yeah so i want to talk about mental health in in parenting because i feel like parents there are a lot (laughs) so i brought up this thing to one of my friend the other day which (laughs) like she was kind of just like whoa that's a little rough like (laughs) that that's going too far but (laughs) i just like I mean okay I agree with her that I was going too far but I, basically I was just like I feel like we should start like licensing people for having kids what like, I, <laughs> are you gonna I know. the department I know okay that's that's going but I mean it's, it was just a thought it was just like yeah. a random thought I was just like some people don't deserve to be parents like some yeah I know. people I feel like parenting and like having kids it's not just about having kids and having fa- I think there's it, so
1: much that goes into it honestly. you
0: really there's so much that needs that there's so much knowledge That you need to have In order to raise a child Knowledge
1: and, and skills And, and yeah. skills
0: Yeah And to raise a child That is healthy That is like you know That's gonna have Good emotional control When they grow up Like responsibility Just like really good uh, become Becoming a good person Like yeah. It takes so much And I feel like A lot of parents They don't know that And I don't think that we can completely blame parents for it because I know that back then they don't have much resources they don't have much research on these kind of things especially with mental health Mm. it's always being brushed off but because now that we know so much like for example um, my first topic here is hitting your kids Yeah. like in the name of discipline we after so much research we now know that that is not at all not a good way of raising a child like it causes so much trust issue in a in a in a kid mm-hmm. Especially in a kid That's like so young And I'm sure Because we live in Asia or we live in Malaysia So many of us were raised in an Asian culture Where hitting your kid is normal It's considered yeah. discipline It's a way to teach them How to you know How to be strong And how to mm-hmm, be tough mm-hmm. You know And and that's like The main way Of how we were raised Like even me, Even like both of us We were raised In a, in a household Where you know Hitting consi- is considered A discipline I
1: uh, mean even in the we, bible it's a, it's a thing
0: Is it? Like, yeah there's
1: a verse That says "Uh, Spare Spare the rod Spare your child a rod You know what? Hold that thought. Let okay. me just Google real quick. I don't wanna like say the wrong thing. All the Christians come <laughs> after me like a girl.
0: That's not how it is.
1: There's a verse um that says, whoever spares the rod hates his son. Rod basically means the like cane. the cane. But he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. So even in the Bible, it's like really like discipline and rod. Yeah, mm-hmm. it like it's encourages okay. it. Yeah, it encourages. Yeah. Even like
0: in, I feel like I heard my dad said, um always like repeat this to me. is where um. If you refuse to spank your child as a kid you're gonna they're gonna get spanked one as day. Yeah, as an yeah. adult you know if you refuse to discipline your kid as a ki- uh your child as a kid they're gonna be disciplined when they grow up by someone else
1: no i agree with the whole discipline thing but I discipline just not mean yeah exactly doesn't that's mean what i was hitting. gonna say like there's so many other things
0: discipline does not mean hitting like i feel like a lot of them think that you know they are discipline means
1: pain yeah so like the only way to give pain is by
0: hitting exactly and they think that they, they do it by instilling fear Into, into mm, their child So they'll correct. never do that again But they don't realize That by instilling fear You're instilling something else And that can cause so much issue When it comes When they grow up you know you're instilling trust issues you're instilling um you know bad emotional control mental illnesses so like you're instilling trauma into them like so many things comes with that i like i don't again like i said i don't blame our parents because back then they don't they didn't know any better that's the way they were raised also like i i when i was reading up on on it because i also did my research on this and like what people think about it and stuff and i came across this um it, was, it wasn't an article it was just someone who was talking about it and she was saying that yes hitting your kid is bad but at the same time we need to understand that uh there are statistics that show wealthier parents and wealthier families they tend to not hit their kids as much as um, families who are in low-income areas mm-hmm. because they are given they have the resources on their side they have the money to um You know, send their kids to like really prestigious school. They have money to, you know, have nannies. They have. They usually are. They have like stay-at-home moms who have the time to raise their child properly. So I feel like at the same time, you know, while we are talking about how hitting your kid is not good, we also need to understand that not every parent has the resources and the time Mm. to be able to raise their child well. Yeah. Which is why, back to my first um, point, is that I don't think that everyone should. Everyone should have kids You know It's not something That we need to like Be like Oh you're 30 And you don't have kids Like it's not something That we need to shame people yeah. for It's like I think having a child Is something It's very subjective And it's just It's not for everyone So yeah That's my thoughts On the um, Yeah Hitting your kids I don't think That you should do it Especially now When we have All the Um research on our side we're i mean you know we're in 2021 Mm -hmm. like we have all the research done we know that hitting your kids is not good you're gonna instill so much trauma in them Mm -hmm. that they're gonna grow up just having so much trust issues and don't hit your kids if you have kids stop hitting your kids if you were hitting them Mm -hmm. (laughs) just try other methods kids are not stupid you know you can there's so many easy there's so many ways that you can just sit your kid down and like understand them and talk to them and stuff um, which leads me to my next point, which kids who throw tantrums are ignored by their parents. And I don't know, I feel like I hear this a lot, but I know because you worked with kids before, maybe yeah. you you have a bit of insight. So I feel mm-hmm. like most of the times when I see a child who is throwing a tantrum or they're just like really frustrated with something, the um, response that their parents give is always just ignore them they're 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 looking for attention like if you're gonna go and like if you're gonna go um go give like you're gonna if you're gonna Mm -hmm. go talk to them then they're gonna feed into it and they're gonna like you know do it even more but i feel like that um the way i kind of see it is that like your kid is like usually um, toddlers throw tantrums right so you're around that age where they're like maybe four or five or even younger like three and it's toddler like, is, like two, is like Oh really <laughs> okay fine like two but yeah toddlers are the ones who usually throw tantrums and I feel like this idea of um, parents ignoring it and like not feeding like quote unquote not feeding into it it kind of just adds to them not developing a good um emotional control and like you know leading to all these mental health issues because if your child like i don't understand why if your child is two or three they don't have the mental capacity to understand things so that's why okay yeah obviously like they're not stupid they understand things but when it comes to like their emotions and stuff instead of you as a parent as an adult going there and helping them asking them what is making you frustrate like what's frustrating you like mm-hmm. how can I help you how can we work through this together instead of doing that a lot of parents just ignore it and they just wait until the kid like kind of figures it out themselves and I don't think that that's the right way to parent it's just like letting your kid figure out their own emotions and their own um frustrations because they just they basically just arrived on this earth there's a lot of things that they're like still trying to learn and they're still trying to like you know Like basically trying to control their emotions And trying to understand what's going on Sometimes when kids are frustrated They don't know why they're frustrated Or like they don't know how to fix something Maybe they do know what's frustrating them But they don't know how to fix it Because they're two or three And like for the parents to always be like Just ignore it They're just asking for attention I get really frustrated Mm Because it's like yeah your kids I mean like why is it so bad for you to give attention to your kids like they're your kids like why are you ignoring it like wh- isn't this why you you have kids is to like help them work through things help them like understand what's going on and I don't know about the whole um, they're gonna do it again if you just feed into it I don't know I, I don't have kids so I don't know if that's true or not mm-hmm. but I just think that it it's more than that and as a parent you should understand why your kids are throwing tantrums maybe they do need attention maybe you haven't been giving them enough attention before this and they've kind of just like had enough and so like
1: for that point like I actually totally like disagree like mm-hmm. 100% not 100% but like because I work, like you say, I work with kids and also I studied psychology before not like a lot but I did like psychology for a year so there's this thing Oh my god, my psychology teacher is going to kill me. But basically, that's this theory. Uh, I think it's a like developmental theory, or I could be wrong. But it's something like that, where they say like at a different stage of uh, everybody, like, at this age to this age is where you learn this. This age to this age is where you learn this. So, like, at a very young age, that is when, actually, they develop their emotion and they develop, like you say, like they are still trying to get a hold of things. So, babies who... Tend to be ignored a lot Like I'm talking about babies Like babies mm-hmm. Not toddlers Like infants, babies infants. Like infants Who like they cry And they get ignored a lot Yeah eventually They will grow up to, to Become very um They don't trust people easily And things like that Whereas Babies who get too much attention Where like just even like A single squeak And they get like The attention they need Then they grow mm-hmm. up to be like sport and things like that Because that's another thing mm-hmm. But when it comes to parents Saying that Oh uh, don't, don't give in to it Because they are still trying to They are just trying to get attention I totally agree Because I've worked with like I've worked with kids from, I think, 5 to about 13-ish, no, actually, to 15, right? Mm-hmm. And I do see the pattern in certain kids, not all, certain kids where really, they are just doing it for the attention. Like, they know that by doing that, the teacher will come to them and just ignore everybody else, so they constantly do it. And then I realized that when I stop giving them that attention, they learn that, okay, by doing this... I won't get my teacher's attention whereas if i were to go up to my teacher and ask her, ask her nicely she would give me the, uh, the attention i want so what i'm trying to teach them is to teach them how to Communicate and not just shout and scream and throw a tantrum just because you want someone to come to you mm-hmm. But if you come and talk to me and I say and say teacher, can you please come? I need help with this I'll definitely give them like all the attention they need So even when it comes to kids, right? I think we can't really speak for parents because we are both not parents Yeah, some parents are just assholes where they are just like freaking I don't know what they are what they are doing on this earth as parents Yeah, but there are some parents who obviously they raise the kid. They've been with the kid two three four years They know how their kid is so I think it's fair to give them a benefit of a doubt because they've been with the kid longer and maybe they know that, yeah, my kid is just the type that when he sees people around, he doesn't like that the parent is socializing. So they want to, you know, start throwing a tantrum just to get the parents to come to them. So that could be the case. But I know there are some cases where, yeah, the parent just is lazy and just doesn't want to go but and Do you
0: think like there's a way of talking to a child, like maybe not in front of everyone, maybe like as a parent... Like, do you think it's your job to talk to your kid and be like, okay, this is not right? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. That's why.
1: That's why you have to make sure that when they throw the tantrum, you don't give them the attention because you can't be saying one and one hand you're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna have gas later. I need to behave. I don't want you to be throwing tantrum. And then after when she's throwing the tantrum, you go and give him the attention. Then you are not giving the right message because, like you said, they are still young. You can't be telling them one thing and doing another thing. So you have to be consistent. So if you're gonna be like, okay, if you're gonna be throwing a tantrum, I will not give you the attention. So when he is actually throwing tantrum, you really can't be giving her attention because that's how they learn. You know, they don't have the. Full uh, mental intelligence yet To be able to like Okay maybe you know, they, they can figure this out on their own kind of thing yet they, they need like a very fixed system so that they can develop Maybe when they're older, then yeah, they can learn this on their own But for now, you have to be very consistent with your teaching You say one thing Like mean, if I say, I say, like for example, to my students Okay, those who are late, I will not let you enter the class for this amount of time Because we have to wait for you and you're affecting the whole schedule of the whole class So there was one time when I was late, I stood outside the class Because yes, I'm a teacher, but I have to show them that this is what Consequences This is that this is con- like you have to learn The consequences And you cannot just be Going about And keep using the excuse Oh I'm just a kid You know I don't know how to They know They are very smart Like these kids They can be two or three But they pick up on Again Non-verbal cues Like they pick up on that Very well Yeah like they know that Oh when I throw a tantrum parents or teachers or whoever will come and give me the attention at once so they constantly do that but at the end of the day what do they learn they don't learn anything when they grow up they're just gonna be learning about oh if i want attention i need to make as much noise as i can then that's what they will eventually grow up learning you get what i mean yeah so like it's not like a Oh that is a bad way of parenting It just really depends And like, again I say like A lot of this topic Is very like subjective Because We can't speak for everyone Like you You can speak for yourself If you're a parent But both of Like none of us are parents Like the closest I have Is kids that I work with So like I, I'm speaking from that Experience myself But parenting is hard Like It's crazy yeah, Crazy tough Like
0: I I feel like I follow a lot of um uh, Those like I don't know why <laughs> I follow a lot of like Parenting um Accounts On like It's not a follow But I, I like look through Like f- uh, uh, on TikTok and on um, Instagram just like social media of those parents who are like they show how they parent and the way that they parent yeah. and like they even show like the bad of like when their kids are throwing tantrums mm-hmm. and stuff and like the way I see them these people They're really Like you can tell That they were born To be parents You know mm-hmm. To be guardians To these kids And the way They talk to Their children When they are You know Basically throwing A tantrum Or like Because So like for the, There's this one video Of this this lady Who her, her toddler She's like Two or three And she was just Basically crying And screaming Because she couldn't Have chocolate Before dinner mm-hmm. And so like Instead of ignoring it She basically Sat down Sat both of them down She taught the kid Breathing exercises Taught her how to Calm down And just told her explain to her nicely just be like okay, here's why you cannot have chocolate before dinner and here's why as, a, as your mommy I need to tell you you know I need to you know keep these things from you so that um, you know you can have a good dinner basically just like very calmly explain to her child like yeah. what is going on instead of just ignoring and I think that's very like that's yeah, I feel like if you can do lot. that, that's <coughs> amazing.
1: And then again, we have to remember that this is a video, so you know. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, mean yeah. that that's what she do every anyways, like I'll give her the benefit of doubt. <laughs> but then again, it like, doesn't mean like just because you can't do this, that makes you like a bad parent yeah, that no, you shouldn't like, parent.
0: <laughs> I just think like there are like other ways that...
1: Yeah, there are definitely other ways, but like it, then again, it comes back to like how... Because like maybe she's lucky enough to, or she's blessed enough to have kids who are... Who, who can this who, who, who like this matter works. But this method won't work for someone else So like Like Again like I have like I had 20 kids in my class One method cannot work I have 20 methods For 20 kids I can't group them I can't even group them Into like all 5 different Groups of kids There are 20 different Individuals where I have to think of 20 different ways like I can be super nice And like like talk. I like Have like a proper Rational conversation With one And the other one I just have to send him To the side Because he's disrupting The class He's disturbing people He's pulling hair He's you know Hurting people Taking pencils And shooting stuff And I can't I can't have a conversation With, with him Because he's not ready To receive yeah. that conversation yet so the, the best thing That I could do for him And for my other kids Is just to send him To the side When he's ready I can try to talk to him But it doesn't mean It will work Sometimes they will really Just not talk to you The whole day But if that's how You, you want to do it Then that's that's how I always do wonder
0: it. Like for kids like that Right like What Like is there something Like deep
1: There is So, so I have to take the time like- To like really know them So like sometimes I have to take like six, seven months to really know how to get through to them because these kids, especially because like those who don't know, like I used to teach in a school for refugees. So these kids, they've come from like just the worst, worst in most w- like worst situation yeah. ever. So like some of them, they've been into prisons at seven years old. Like I don't even understand just because their family um don't have like the proper documentation. So like the whole family get like seven year old and his little brother. So like yeah, so like I have kids like that, and then obviously they have a lot of like trauma. So then that translates to their behaviour. I don't blame them, but at the same time, I cannot use that as an excuse. I cannot be like, oh yeah, you've been through something, I'll let you be. Because then they will forever be like that. So I have to like take the time, even if it takes months sometimes, or even like one or two years, to finally get how to like communicate with that child. So like it really takes a lot of time I but feel like I it.
0: admire you as a teacher Because I know like not every teacher are like you And mm-hmm. they're the same as parents Like I feel like not everyone can be teachers And I've seen teachers that are just so horrible Like yeah. why are you working with children yeah. If you don't know how to deal with children you yeah. know And like I don't know who is an, Who's like letting this happen Like who's like allowing these, uh Like who's assessing these teachers To uh, like, okay. like, you, so allow
1: them to teach right <laughs> You
0: have no skill with Like for me I know I have no skill like, I literally will lose my mind if i deal with a child yeah. which is why I know I will, I have to stay away from a kid or else I will end up like just losing my shit on them yeah. but like these people they don't know they have no self-awareness and they just oh become teachers and it's like who gave you the rights like, you know, like, that's why I feel like when it comes to mental health issues like it's so important to get it right when they're a kid which I know is hard yeah. but I know that there are people with the gift of just like which I think you do of just like dealing with children and some of these people just don't and they just yeah, end up like don't. raising just the most damaged like, yeah, poor, like oh poor, my. Our like souls it. Like damaged souls You know because of How badly these people Handle these children yeah. And I just like I get so mad When I talk about it cause I think
1: mental health right I think a huge part of it Really does come from childhood from Childhood. Because yeah. that's where you Build your character And mm, your thinking And how you deal with, with stuff totally. You know So I think like If you mess that up Girl you're gonna have right. A handful of So like
0: of I feel like anything to do With kids Any like anyone that you hire that that's dealing with kids you have to be very careful you need to know that the person really does have a gift with children or else you're just gonna like end up with a new generation of just damaged horrible yeah. like just poor souls like, I think for you like your case of like having anxiety and things like that
1: I don't think it's because of our, like our parents, parents yeah. I,
0: don't I think feel so like either. it's
1: because you went to a Chinese school really I really feel like that's <laughs> the, the, the three okay so basically like background oh, by so, the way we're sisters so, yeah, I mean people know we're sisters <laughs> I don't know
0: we never said it but. okay yeah but we're sisters but anyways
1: <laughs> so like we both were sent to a Chinese primary school it was horrible but anyways she she only, she only was only there for three years because my mom made the very intelli- intelligent choice of taking her out from that best, yeah taking her out from that horrible situation but I really do feel like that tree years in, in a primary Chinese school really is what caused you to be like that right now because Oh my goodness Because okay So back when in primary school I used to be like The, the top student You know yeah. Always like getting first And second in class head and Hate Head prefect Those kind of things So people The teachers there Always like to compare me with her Whereas my parents we Our parents don't compare mm. us Like my parents know that I'm the study type And my sister is the like, More artistic type uh, Artistic type I don't type.
0: take well to like study Yeah so I like
1: And that. my parents are totally fine Like they yeah. are not even Trying to push my sister To like oh you have to study So that's a good thing But my teachers back then, our teachers back then, they'll always like tell Vina like, "Oh, how come you're not like your sister? How come your sister can get first place and you're not?" You know. So I think that is what contributed to you being this. <laughs> so, um, primary teacher of uh SJKC <laughs> Hengi <hello>? from Penang <laughs> Jalan McAllister. If you're listening, oh just God. saying, thanks you gotta for stop.
0: contributing to my horrible mental today. <laughs> Like, honestly, it's so terrible, project. you
1: know. <laughs> really, like... And, like, like then again, like, I, I remember very clearly my high school teacher, like, something that she said to me, she was... Cause I think it was, like, chemistry class or something, and then she was like, oh, wow, Alicia, you have very steady hands. I'm pretty sure you'll make a very good doctor. And I tell you, that line stick with me until today. It's yeah. been so many years and I still remember because I really feel like... People in your life Who help raise you Parents, teachers They are the people Who really makes you So like whatever yeah. they say Even though they, when, I, when I texted my teacher I think just like A few months ago I was like I really want to appreciate you For saying that I know you probably don't remember And she's like Yeah I don't remember yeah, at they all They don't remember They don't remember they But they help. are doing so much Not harm us uh, So much of They are impacting us so much So like Good and bad So this is a good example But like in your case It's like a horrible example Because the teachers back then In that school was Like <laughs> the teacher would come yeah. to, to class And be like Hmm, let me see if killing wasn't illegal I'll probably kill the whole class remember that that, that uh, oh my god like, I Chinese her school so
0: teachers much. they are
1: they are cruel so cruel
0: there has to be something wrong yeah. up there man like how can you say things like that Like, I
1: don't understand like that's bad that's really oh bad god, yeah. but yeah that that I think that's that's oh another thing god. I think because of this culture that's why like Mental Even just school is. in
0: general, like the way we are so pressured to like, if you're not, especially for art students, like if you're not like
1: academically academically
0: good, you are shit on for yep. the rest of your. You school can be like life. the best
1: artist in the world, but if you
0: don't get A and B M or or whatever or science, no. yeah. like, like nope. I remember this one. This is kind of like off topic, but I don't know, maybe not. Like I remember this one times. Um, if you're if you go to a government school, you would know that you have all those like weird competitions with <laughs> like within the the form <laughs> itself. It yeah. was from 4, I remember. Yeah. And then we had that. I don't remember what it's called. Do you know those things where, like, you stand in a group <laughs> and then there's a script and then um you will say it all together and then there's some... Coral speaking. Art- yes! <laughs> Can you not remember Coral speaking? <laughs> Girl, that was years ago and I was. I block out my high school days, I'm sorry. But yeah, that one time. So, like, there was. I was an art student. Um, So, my, my school, it was like at, uh, 4. Science 1, 2, 3 And then mm-hmm. 4 Arts one two three four. Uh-huh. So for that particular um, competition 4 Arts 4 Which yeah. is not my class But like 4 Arts 4 they won okay. And so on my way out to, um, from school On that day There was this girl I'm not going to say her name But she used to be my friend She's not my friend anymore She was behind me She was behind me And she said And I quote How is it possible that they won? They're art students Mm-mm, that is unacceptable. What and that stuck with me so much. And that time I was so I I I turned back and I yelled at girl, can you shut up? I was so mad. But like, I'm pretty sure she doesn't remember it too because like, you know, usually, or what other people say to you, you remember, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm so sure she doesn't remember it. But that line stuck with me until today yeah. that like there are people out there who think like that who actually think and like it just it messes you up. Like our student gets so much shit. And this one time where my our, cons- our counselor teacher You know I know is, who yeah, mm-hmm. that bitch <laughs> 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 She was like so like um there's like uh the Air Stewardess I'm sure they went to Everyone's school yeah. Especially if you're A girl's school They'll they go to they, they'll go to your school And they'll basically Come and tell you Talk to you about Their career And what it's like To be an Air Stewardess And how much they get paid And all that mm-hmm. stuff And first of all My school They only let art students Join that class Because you know we don't, studia, exactly. we don't have a life We don't have a career You know We have no idea What we want to do So that's why Um we we can all we can do is be air students, but the yeah. science students they're they're good they're fine. Yeah. So yeah, we only we are allowed to join that class. And then before we went in, mm. our counselor teacher told us she gathered us all and she was like, "Guys, this is nothing um, luxurious about. Okay, don't go in there and think it's very good. Okay, they're what? just um uh what is she oh they're just uh, waitresses but in the air. What the f- mm, girl, bitch. <laughs>
1: They, they probably earn like
0: ten times more exactly, than you. So exactly, like F up. girl, I was so. I mean, like it stuck. At the time, obviously, I was. We all felt like shit. Like we were just like, wow, are we really that like, like is our life really that over that now we just have to be waitresses in the air? Which by the way, that's what not how I think. Like that is people. so wrong. Like air stewardess works so hard to be where they are. Like it's so hard to be air stewardess. But yeah, she said that, and it stuck with me. And I'm sure it stuck with all my classmates too. Like we were all just like. So fucked up with it We're just like What the hell Like Just People who work with Kids and teenagers Like people who work with Like you know Children Like they They have no idea How to filter themselves And the things that they say It really does Impact Impact yeah. the way you grow up Like so for so long I literally feel like You know I literally Like if it wasn't for my parents I probably wouldn't even go for fashion design which is what i've always wanted to do like i've questioned myself so much mm-hmm. and it was never because of my parents or because of my teachers and like you know my peers and stuff but if it wasn't for that i probably wouldn't have gone into it i probably yeah. would have been so insecure and like you know like yeah so like the people who raised you like basically like you know were around you as a kid they really do impact you and mm-hmm. i think for a lot of people who like are going through a mental health issue it's because of the people who raised them the people they were around as children that like now they're so like fucked up and so like you know (sighs) it's messed up (sighs) okay so um yeah, so my next point is basically just we kind of already explained it. Like, okay, mental health starts with childhood trauma, and even the simplest thing can be classed as trauma, which is what I actually learned. I didn't know this after I thought like it has to be like a huge event, mm-hmm. but um, the more I researched about it, the more I I read that mental health starts with um, it can be classed as just like even the smallest trauma for children because they are children. Even the smallest thing can impact them really like. Drastically, It doesn't have to be like a huge event. So like for some of the example they they, um, they put here is um, parents fighting, being left alone, being bullied in school, uh, not being comforted while experiencing a negative emotions. Uh, yeah, so those are some of the examples. So like even yeah. small things like that, if it's constantly being repeated yeah. in a child's life, that can be caused as trauma as well. So like if you're someone who is going through mental health issues and you're like... Um, and you don't know what's wrong because mm-hmm. you don't have any huge event that happened to you as kids like don't feel invalidated by that you're still going through something so obviously yeah, something went exactly. wrong so like you know <clears throat> it can be small things like that as well so it's not I think I feel like this really kind of helped me Like, it kind of um validated me a bit because before this i'm always like maybe i'm just overreacting yeah because there's not, not like nothing
1: drastic nothing happens. drastic happens yeah. so, like why
0: am i feeling like this why like i'm just overreacting which is what we've been told a lot also mm-hmm. like in society is like you're overreacting like nothing happened like chill out people have it worse mm-hmm. so it's like you know like i think this can kind of help those of you out there who are feeling like maybe you're overreacting you're not you're just you just don't know what's going on you just don't know that like these things can cause trauma and it's just small things but it still it still affected you because you were a kid and you didn't know any better you didn't have the emotional control to you know process it so yeah don't feel invalidated or anything so um, okay so like then my last point for this part is parents relate not only parents but like um, adults when you're a kid like adults relate mental illnesses with their own parenting and it may be invalidating to their kids So, like, for example, like, um, some parents, they, like, I know one of my friends, I actually got this topic because one of my friends were talking about, um, her issues with her parents and Mm -hmm. stuff, and so, um, she was saying how when she opened up to her parents about her mental health issues, they basically invalidated her and told her that, um, oh, I give you food, I give you shelter, like, what do you have to complain about, you know, like, basically that kind of mentality that a lot of our parents have, which again like i said we really cannot completely blame them because that's how that's, that's how, how they were raised yeah, so they right. think that that's the right way to raise so they don't know any better but yeah so like a lot of the if you're a parent now maybe this will help you if your kid is going through something try not to make it about you yeah try to talk to them and understand why they're going through it help them through it you know maybe like ask them questions that can help them remember what happened in their childhood or something because it's really not it doesn't really doesn't matter how um because although this topic is about like parents with um kids with mental illness like mental health in parenting Mm -hmm. you also have to take into account that like kids do get influenced by the outside world because you're sending them to school you're sending them out so it's like it's not just about parents. and their friends yeah their friends are influencing them so like bullying and all that stuff so at the end of the day you cannot just like be like oh I fed you I clothed you I gave you shelter like you shouldn't complain mm-hmm. you need to understand what's actually going on and you know what they um, encountered in the outside world and sometimes even some parents maybe they're there physically but they're not there emotionally so that can also like um, like contribute to how the kid and turns out in the end like how they view emotions in the end because they haven't seen it mm-hmm. played out in, at, in their home so when they grow up they're like I don't know how to, how to deal with my emotions now you know so yeah, it's not always about the physical things. It's more so you, you really have to talk to your kids about it. <clears throat> so yeah, if there's any parents listening, which I don't think so, but maybe <laughs> I don't maybe. know. Maybe, mom, if you're listening, mom. <laughs> we love you. No, shout I love out, my. my mom. <laughs> like I feel like we're so lucky that like our parents. Like I've seen so many parents that are just so toxic and so like, I don't know how their kids even survived in that house for so long. I feel like when no, I,
1: because they've been in that environment since they're, they're yeah. So to them, that's normal. That's normal,
0: normal yeah. So I feel like our parents like, Especially my mom Like she's really understanding Whenever we tell her that um, This is not what I want to do She will never force us to do it She will always tell us like Okay so then what do you want to do You know we'll, yeah. Her and my dad will always support us And stuff like that But Yeah like so I, I, I'm really grateful that we have par- Parents like that But I mean they're not perfect obviously But still like compared to A lot of, a lot of the other people I'm really glad like our parents are the way that they are so I'm really grateful so yeah next topic we will touch on mental health and social media which um, a lot of I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of um, opinions on this one a lot of us can relate obviously so but I'm not going to talk about the obvious thing that, you know, obviously social media will give kids mental issues that they never even have, like, mm-hmm. eating disorders, you know, this dys- body dysphoria all that stuff, like, social, social media f- can very easily give them, give ki- kids these things, so, like, obviously it's not the best, but I also want to touch on how, um, sometimes social media can be a positive thing, so, like, for example I, I don't know, maybe in now in my generation where i see a lot of where i see a lot of gen z who are coming out and talking about how their um like how their childhood trauma affected them and what they're going through and most of the time when i look at the comment sections they're very supportive and they're very understanding and they're always like dude i I went through the same thing so i feel like a lot of the times like kids can actually if they're in the right Right, um, right side of the internet. Uh, I mm. know this is a very like gray topic because yeah. obviously it's not easy to like you know get to the right side of the internet. Yeah. But if they are on the right side, it can really help. And but also at the same time, I see that a lot of kids they are told that their mental illnesses are adopted or they are parroting, which um, parroting basically means that you see someone doing something and then you copy them. Mm. So like I feel like a lot of them are told that they basically adopted all these quote-unquote nonsense from the internet and um, you know they're basically invalidated but I feel and like, you know they they were told that they're attention seeking because oh you're, you're just seeing that girl on the tv do it and now you want to do it mm. and it's like yeah that kind of mentality and I feel like me I don't think that it's as simple as that I think that a lot of kids because they see all these people on the internet coming out about their issues they finally, like, I personally have felt that way where, like, I finally feel like, oh, okay, everyone's coming out. Then, like, I don't have to feel ashamed about yeah. it anymore because everyone's talking about it. So now I can talk about my issues. Mm-hmm. But then when I talk about it, now everyone's like, oh, you're just seeing this this celebrity talk about it. Now you want to oh have mental, il- mental illnesses too. Like, and it's not that. It's just that, like, when, when teens, they see other people be so open about it now they're like oh then i'm not, I'm not alone yeah i'm not alone like everyone every like there are people who go through what i'm going through so now i feel more open to talk about it yeah but when they talk about it they are told shamed that they're, yeah that they're shamed they're like oh you're just copying you're just oh adopting you're parroting them and you're overreacting and it's like <sighs> it's so oh my god i don't know but yeah so like with the social media thing it's very um Yeah, it's a great topic because obviously it's it's very dangerous If you're too young and you go on it and you don't know how to navigate the internet It will be very damaging and toxic for you But on the flip side, it can also help a little bit Help kids who are going through these things when they see other people going through it They feel more um, less ashamed and they feel more open to talk about it, you know they feel more comfortable talking about their issues after watching a show. Like, for example, I watched the show um, Alexa and Katie, which like now has become one of my favourite shows because they touch so much on anxiety and how like <clears throat> one of the characters has panic attacks and all that. And then I, I, I can finally like relate to a character which I normally don't because not many Not many people, yeah. And
1: especially that's like a kid... Uh, not like a kid show, but like, yeah, it's like a kid yeah, show it's and like it's like good a- that they they, they like introduce that yeah at like a young age before. yeah so
0: people don't feel like after I watch it I'm like okay so like I'm not I don't feel so ashamed anymore mm-hmm. because it's out there like everyone's talking about it so yeah I feel like things like that can be very helpful sometimes so yeah if I don't know yeah I think social media can be toxic but it also can help quite a bit for people who are going through it as long as you know what you're doing, you know, on the internet. Okay, so, like, another thing is kind of back to parenting, but also social media. So, mm-hmm. like, you know how parents are always um, demonizing social media? Um, for good reasons, <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, I've, for kids who are, especially people who are going through depression or anxiety, like, sometimes the social media and, like, TikTok, for example, Yeah. is the only thing that can that is actually keeping them from like losing it <laughs> I don't wanna say losing it like, like it's keeping them sane kind of like the only thing that's actually like the only place where they can find happiness they can yeah. look at funny videos like you, can, they can hear people talk about things and it's like the only thing that's helping them and when parents kind of take that away which is like the punishment that parents love a but lot yeah. is like, Here, give me your phone give me a yeah. laptop everything like you, you gotta just sit in your room with your own thoughts that's mm-hmm. already like haunting you every day mm-hmm. like yeah, I want parents to understand that sometimes social media is the only thing that's keeping your kid from you know, doing, doing certain things, things that doing, doing unre- thing. Yeah, not
1: reversible, if you know yeah, what I mean. So, like,
0: instead of taking it away, I think you can maybe talk to them and understand them because I don't... I, I get kind of... I don't know. I have, like, different opinions when it comes to social media <clears throat> because, because like, so as I said so many times, it's a gray area, so I don't really... <clears throat> It's hard to put, like, a certain certain um, opinion on it, but I do understand that, you know, sometimes social media is the only thing that's helping us, that's making us happy, and when that's taken away, it's kind of like, well, now what? I gotta sit here with my own thoughts that's, like, freaking, <laughs> like, suffering, yeah. it's just so, I don't know... <clears throat> I just want like Parents to understand That social media Is not all that bad And maybe you can Ask your kid Like you know Oh what are you What are you What are you interested in Like what what are they Looking up online yeah. you, you don't have to ask them As like a What are you doing online Like you can just be like Oh maybe share some Of your interests mm-hmm. with me Like understand What their interest is Understand what they like And then maybe You can share it And have it As like a bonding moment You know Yeah so yeah, so I like how um, you're saying
1: it as if like this is, like a like a talk show for parents.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <And laughs> it seems like you have like your
1: own like three kids so at I'm, home.
0: No, I'm speaking as a kid myself, okay? <laughs> like so, certain things that um I wish boomers understood because I know a lot of boomers they were raised the same way and they don't yeah. understand how to like talk to teenagers. I'm speaking more teenagers, I don't know about kids because I'm not very good with kids, but like teenage-wise I think I know pretty well what we want and what we're going through. I'm not a teenager anymore but like it wasn't long before it wasn't long ago that i was so i understood like i i know what i wanted like what i needed now when i was a kid so i I want like parents who are dealing with preteens or teenagers to know like how to because i know teenagers can be hard sometimes they also sometimes throw tantrums yeah i get it i used to do it too yeah but yeah just just be more understanding because especially when they're a teen there's so much that's going on in school and online with friends and stuff that you don't know things like things can really be going downhill in them and like before it's too late you don't want it you don't want to wait until it's too late and you don't want to make things worse so just have a bit of compassion and have a bit of you know love and understanding and yeah it can really go a long way like teenagers aren't complete monsters okay it's just the way you the way you like raise them so yeah, um, my next thing, the last one is everything that teenagers do are considered attention seeking or that's just how teenagers are, which I already kind of touched on. It's like the whole stigma around teenagers is like they're always attention seeking. Mm-hmm. Like the things they're doing is dramatic, Like, oh, you're just a teen. What do you have to worry about? What yeah. do you have to stress about? Which is like, it's so not true. Like teens probably go through like quite a lot because of how young they still are but because we're in a generation where social media is so apparent and the whole like hustle culture and competing like the competing culture of like you have to be better than everyone else that really takes a toll on someone's mental health and especially since they're teenagers they're basically children they're still kids a lot of them still don't know how to like deal with their emotions like you know we can have a bit of compassion for them it's not just like oh that's just how teenagers are yeah. just leave them to it and, and that's like something I realised that a lot of Gen Z um, are going through now is that like everything they do online is being being policed by by boomers by millennials by everyone like just the smallest thing that they do they can be like criticised so much
1: but that's also because to be fair they are also criticising what boomers and millennials are doing
0: yeah true but like so it's like kids. a two way
1: thing yeah see like that again then, then like this whole thing of like oh they're a kid come in you know Then like when will they grow up If like they can always use The excuse of They will kids. grow up In the
0: next generation Like in a few years But right now they're kids So like what I does that mean for, for Personally I'm 21 I am the oldest in Gen Z That means the rest of the Gen Z Are still kids I, I'm an adult So I will take responsibility uh-huh. But for them They are kids I am the oldest Like no 23 is the oldest Of the Gen Z right now I think Yeah th- 97 97 so,
1: like, is No 97 is 24
0: 24
1: Yeah 24 24 uh, yeah
0: so like we okay yeah the older side of gen z i understand we have no excuse anymore like we need to take responsibility and be adults which i get but then like for the kids that mostly are on tiktok those are like what 16 15 16 17 like Mm -hmm. they're still kids like they're gonna do stupid things i just don't think we need to be so critical about like millennials they have been criticized so much by boomers like you should understand what how it is right like they've been criticized for literally doing nothing by boomers so i think i feel like millennials should be an ally more than they i mean
1: we are not enemies or i mean like it's not like you say it's not a fight so like why do we need to have this like yeah exactly i don't understand like but it's just just that no it's just that i just don't agree with the whole it's like 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 i mentioned a bit like last week
0: like boob Eh What do you call it Gen, Gen Z, Z Get offended Get
1: offended Too easily Like I mm-hmm. get it Like if you're fighting For BLM You're fighting for like Feminism LGBT I totally get it Because that Those Yeah Go fight for that But like They are criticising Over just like For example If let's say I, Just like this is Just an example If let's say like a poster Okay <laughs> And if let's say the poster Were to have like Five kids And all are white Except for one That's not white then they'll come out and be like, oh, you're probably because you're not inclusive enough because that's only- I mean, this is like just an example. You know, oh, you're not inclusive enough because you only have one um, non-white kid in the poster. So they are making- they are taking all this trivial issue and it's very frustrating because- it yeah, takes away from The bigger issue. Yeah it takes issues. away From the bigger issue Because then You're already being Categorised as the ca- as the So called problematic child So whatever you say Even though if it's important For things like BLM People won't listen anymore Because you're It's like the boy Who called Wolf People are already So used to the fact that Oh <coughs> Gen D's are just Always but her about everything So whatever they say is not real problems But actually it is There are real problems That they're talking about Because of all these Little little things That they want to Pick and they want to Talk about Yeah I know you're kids But like because you're Picking on all these things You have to know that the consequences is that you you won't be taken seriously whatever you say. Even I mean, though those the are topic just like, itself.
0: Those are just like trolls basically. Like, I don't think I don't ca- ca- categorize them as like all of Gen Z because I yeah, feel like- Yeah, but they
1: are also a part of Gen Z. So they are also and it's a huge part. Trust me, it's a huge part of Gen Z that 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 you know do these kind of things and it's just very annoying because like there are people who are fighting, you know teeth and nail to fight for like the proper uh, proper... which are also Gen Z's yeah which are also Gen Z's but because of these other troll people who are also Gen Z's that is ruining this whole algorithm of just making like the whole Gen Z be be categorised as like yeah easily but hurt because of all these people I
0: mean you can say that for like... like Every generation Right Like There's always that one part That's just horrible And then that one part That's like Yeah but lately It's just
1: been more like Publicised because, th- uh, because of Because of Because Gen Z med- are yeah. the ones
0: That are like coming up In social media No because the
1: social Yeah <laughs> the social media Is so readily I mean like Boomers don't have Facebook, Instagram When it was my time I mean millennials, I feel like old- millennials
0: Are known for like The homophobic jokes Racist jokes That era Where like You know yeah, Nika so. that Yeah I they I are so, known for that. So that's like The bad side of Millennials And like they are like Good side of millennials Who are like Understanding But yeah That's like Another topic I guess (coughs) (coughs) Okay so yeah um, So that's kind of My last uh, What's it called My last topic On uh, On how society Approaches mental health Kind of like My key points There's still A lot in my head That I just Didn't put into words Because I just It will go on For so long Like five episodes So these are just like kind of the main things um if you guys have any any thoughts on it let us know but i want to move on to just (laughs) kind of lighthearted i guess because i like to make fun of my own problems (laughs) so i named this this um subsection things my anxiety prevents me to do (laughs) which is a lot okay so first is um having to explain my anxiety gives me more anxiety so uh, i think anyone who's dealing with anxiety they would know they would understand how like hard it is to just like explain how you deal with anxiety like yeah so i'm not gonna go into that but yeah having to explain it just makes me so anxious and then for a second brain fog where um i can't remember simple things now i didn't even know that this is a science of anxiety until i i like researched on it so basically like when you're going through anxiety you get brain fog where you do certain things and then just like completely forget that like and it's not like uh, after a while we're like oh what did I just do it's like I would this happens a lot where I would be on my computer and I would click my sims game because I play sims a lot but then because sims takes a while to load so for that few seconds my mind would just wander I would just sit there and wait and then after all when I come back to reality i would be like wait did I click it and then I'll just get so like and because my Sims game, um my laptop's not like a gaming laptop, so I cannot click it again. If I click yeah. it again, it will lag my whole laptop, it will crash my laptop. So I'm just sitting there like fuck did I did I click it or not? And like it happens a so lot. much. Like and and not, not only that, like even at work sometimes uh-huh. I feel like some people are so frustrated with me when they work with me because uh-huh. like I will forget the smallest thing. Like someone will just ask me something two seconds ago and I would already forget it. I'll just get so And it's not I don't think it's because I forget it It's more so that During that whole period Of conversation That we're talking My brain is already fogging And I'm not taking Any information Mm, And when you ask me later I'm not gonna remember anything Because I wasn't Listening to begin with You know (laughs) I wasn't paying attention To begin with So I think that's what's happening I don't think it's because I forget I think it's just that like My brain is constantly fogging And constantly just like Not um, like, kind of dissociating from reality And I'm just, like, always in the clouds But, yeah So, uh, yeah So the next one is dissociation Which I talked about already Where yeah. I don't know what someone is saying If, they're t- if they've are if they talked too long With no breaks in between I'll just get, like, really Like, uh Like, brain fart Like, I just don't know what you're talking about After a while, your words just don't sound like words to me anymore Uh, nausea and tiredness uh, This only happens when I'm having panic attacks, though Like, it's not that, um tiredness sometimes but nausea i only get it when i'm having petty pet <laughs> multitasking makes me so anxious <laughs> that's my next point by the way like i always feel so ashamed and so embarrassed that i can't multitask because i know so many people who can i mm. think that that's a normal thing that you are able to do yeah. especially that whole um that whole idea that women can multitask yep. really easily yep. but i can't do it and i always feel so ashamed by it But I don't know why Like every time Like if I'm doing something And someone asks me To do another thing I get so irritated And I'm always like Can you just let me finish This one thing Before I start another thing (laughs) I cannot Like my, my brain just cannot Um Cannot Um just cannot multitask. Yeah, I just can like, I just cannot I- receive information from different places. I need yeah. to focus on one thing first, and then once I'm done with that, I can go. Which is another thing that I'm so scared when I'm working because, um, obviously, when you're working, you need to be productive and you need to be able to multitask and listen to what people are telling you to do while you're doing work. And it's like I can't do that. I can't like, especially when I'm driving as well. Like when I'm driving, I can't. I I find it so hard to have like a conversation with the person sitting next to me because like I'm focusing on driving. I can't talk to you when i while I'm driving. You know, I can still talk, but it's just like I can listen but I'm not gonna like reply or like process it I'm just gonna let you talk so yeah that's one thing and then oh the next one I think a lot of people can relate it's not really things my anxiety prevents me to do it's just things that my anxiety tells me it's like the thought of getting help and finding therapy scares me because I'm scared that once a professional can't find anything wrong with me then like Then I'll just be looked okay. as weak or lazy yeah. or like all those things that people are saying, you know, yeah. like, Oh, you're just trying to find an excuse now like that's the main reason why I'm so scared to actually go look for help and also because it's expensive, but like whatever. <laughs> Capitalism <laughs> 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 But yeah like Like the whole The the reason I'm so scared To find Actually find help Which I know a lot of people Going through mental health issues Who are not diagnosed They're so scared to find help Because they're so scared that The minute a professional Tells them like Dude there's nothing Nothing wrong wrong with you you. Now they They don't know what to do anymore Because like You're feeling all these things But someone's telling you You're not You shouldn't be feeling All these things And now you don't know What to do anymore And it's like Okay now the world's Going to view me as All these things Like lazy Finding an excuse Attention seeking And all that stuff And it's like It's so it's so scary Because You have to find help But at the same time If you find help And there's nothing wrong with you Then it's like you All know, your so feelings So what am I gonna are, do yeah, not, what am, like, Then what am I Like what, what are all these feelings then You know yeah. I don't know That's just What I tell myself a lot Is like You go to therapy They're gonna tell you There's nothing wrong with you Stop overreacting But I don't know Yeah I still haven't gone yet So whatever It's expensive Okay next uh, <laughs> i just had one note crying too much (laughs) okay keep in mind i wrote this at 3 (laughs) a.m i was i was not well but yeah i don't have to explain that crying too much i feel like i've cried more in the last six months than i did in your life in my like 20 years of living the last 21 years i've cried so much like this is not i can't live like this i'm crying every night like what the fuck (laughs) Oh my god! And then okay, and then the last one is twitching. That um, I twitch. I don't know if this is a cause of anxiety. I don't know what this is, but I twitch sometimes. I think a lot of my friends have pointed it out as well, and like have told me I twitch a lot, and like sometimes that causes pain in my chest because like my muscle is like constantly um, flexing, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> I don't know what the issue is, and I'm so scared to go like figure it out. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's one thing that you know mental health issue has caused me to do so yeah that's about it okay so yeah now I'm gonna talk about my final thoughts on it um, it's not really I mean kind of my final thoughts but still I'm like iffy about it cause yeah I don't really know I'm not a professional guys as I mm-hmm. say it's just my opinions but mm-hmm. yeah so my final thoughts I feel like the problem is really just rooted in society's obsession with being strong mm-hmm. I think that's mainly the cause of all these issues is that people are so stuck and so obsessed with being viewed as strong as um you know i don't know what other words for strong just like yeah just as strong (laughs) like you know you have to just push through all the time you have to hustle you know you got this and like sometimes it just gets tiring and not everyone can be strong so i think we really need to start having compassion and start treating people with more um like giving people the benefit of a doubt because like, I feel like a lot of the times mental health issue is just met with or you're just looking for an excuse which I don't think I, I know like some people do that but at the same time I feel like it's better safe than sorry so why not just treat, treat people if someone's telling you their issues just help them you know especially if it's your friend like as a friend just help them instead of your first thought being oh you're looking for attention it should just be like oh my friend needs help so i'm gonna help them as best as i can not saying that you have to be like a super professional like giving them advice like psychiatrists but you can still be there emotionally just like i'm here for you i can listen and you know just have compassion it's really it's not that hard to have compassion and yeah and society just um yeah the the next issue i guess is society lacks empathy and shifts blame onto victims which we see a lot in so many cases they just blame the victim instead of actually finding issue it's always the victim's fault and i think that's not um productive at all Uh, next is the way mental health victims are described in conversations so for example they're slow the R word, which um, I just learned actually that, not just, like I learned last year that you're not supposed to say the R word. People who are autistic and who, are, who have um, mental disabilities, they have mentioned before that it's very, very... Because the R word has been used as a derogatory term for a lot of them to kind of um, invalidate their feelings and basically kind of bully them into silence. So, um, try not to use that word guys It's not nice I know you're gonna say that Gen Z are butthurt and shit No, no, this one I agree <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah But yeah, so like The R word, just try not to use it And if you see your friends using it Just tell them um, Try I know it's hard Like, it's such a A common word that's being thrown around Which I admit that I've used before I've never, been, you know Really? I've never. Oh my god, I'm, I, I never. envy you I've used I've before, never liked sadly. the word <laughs> I didn't know it was derogatory I just like used it But yeah after I learned that it's it's um, derogatory, I, I stopped using it so like try try to try to not use it anymore, guys it's not good. But yeah um, yeah those words I feel like we need to stop using them to describe um, people who are going through mental health issues because I don't think it's productive and I think it's invalidating to a lot of them who are actually trying to seek help. Um, and then my last thoughts is just parents having kids and lacking the knowledge of raising kids. So yeah, that's about it that's part 2 of how society approaches mental health issues if you guys have any thoughts if you disagree with anything just let us know in the comments or in our DMs we would like to hear about it cuz i don't know I, I i if you follow me on my private instagram i post i repost a lot of um, things in my story about mental health cuz i really want people to know like and be educated on how um, How it's not that easy for people to just get over it Because a lot of mental health issues stems from childhood trauma And for them to like For some people they don't even fix it until like they're super old And even then it's like it's something that's so hard Because it's like deeply rooted in your character That it's so hard for someone to fix So just be more compassionate and kind The next time you talk to someone Just give people the benefit of the doubt And you know like be um like instead of constantly finding figuring out if they're faking it just be safe better be safe than sorry and just help people that's my thoughts on it do you have anything to add
1: Oh uh, no! I mean, like it's it's such a huge topic that I don't think I can just conclude it like that. But I mean, re- I already given my thoughts. I mean, d- mm, yeah, during yeah. the yeah the conversation, mm. I but think it's you, definitely you, like
0: a. I think you a, you you kind of um shifted my thoughts a bit on the parenting one, where like I now I kind of understand where like where you're coming from and like how, yeah I kind of get it. So yeah, I might I think, change. my
1: thoughts. Yeah, I think like that. This is very like important. Like the the whole reason why we made it a two parts thing because. Um. Last week, when we were talking about it, I realized that uh, Vina was bringing up a lot of like very good points and I feel like I don't want to rush things. And I don't want it to be dragged on for too long because, like, I know everybody's attention span. Like, there's no way that we can someone can just sit there for two hours and listen. Like, to even listen I to mentioned, someone.
0: like, if someone talks too much for yeah. too long, I just I so like, answer. so like, I
1: didn't want to rush it. That's why I told her like, maybe we should just push like her other points to like this way. So, like, yeah, it's definitely like a very important thing that I really want a lot of people nowadays, especially, to be aware of and try to be like as compassionate and as understanding as you can, because it's not a. it's not like a choice that they want to be this way you know like people who are suffering from mental health it's not like oh they wake up one day you know what let me think you know mm. what's fun what's on the menu today having anxiety mm, yeah <laughs> let me just give me give me like a, like a dose of anxiety maybe like two dose mm. of like depression make it make it
0: hard for me to present in front of mm, 50 people yeah. make it so hard
1: <laughs> give me like the stutter and everything yeah so like i feel like just try to be as understanding as you can i mean i'm not saying that you know you should just always use it as an excuse but at the same time, just try to be understanding and compassionate. Yeah. I, mean,
0: I think for me, like whenever I am talking to someone, and like even an in- if inkling of me is like, oh, they're faking it, I will never say it. I will just be like, okay, if you feel that way, um, maybe you can like find help. Maybe you can like talk to your parents or something. Just give that advice. You don't have to always be like, are you faking it? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Just be like, just give help. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 really not that hard. I mean, it is hard, but it's it's not hard to be compassionate and to under to be understanding. You know. Okay. That's yeah. it. It's such a
1: long topic. That's so long. It was, like, it, it was worth
0: it. It was I fun. hope you guys. It's okay. Like you can like pause. I should just said this in the start. Yeah. you can pause and come back. You don't have to listen. But <laughs> no, I,
1: I think people are already doing that. So okay. It, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, okay. So thank you so much for sitting through that, guys. Like it was so long, but yeah. As you said, it's it's important, and I hold it really dear to my heart. This topic. So, yeah, it was a good talk. So now let's move on to our hot takes Okay, so for the hot takes of the day You shall go first
1: People use tough love as an excuse to abuse someone mentally and physically Just to feel better about themselves
0: Very true for my hot takes, just because you were oppressed does not mean that you cannot be an oppressor.
1: Okay, so that's all for two, for this week. Yeah, it's I a I hope bit you enjoyed long. Yeah, the, the topic last... I mean, this whole topic from last week's episode to this week is a bit long, but it's an important thing, so we didn't want to rush it. Yeah. So
0: thank you guys for listening. Tuning in. See you See guys you next, next week. week! Comment what you wanna, want us to talk about next week, and we will talk about it. Ba- bye bye ba- ba- Bye!